0: Welcome, everybody, to a very exciting episode. I say that every week, but I genuinely mean it. I love the people who I have on the show, and this person is no exception. They've contributed to many of the best nights of my life here in New York, and I so mean that with my whole heart and my whole ass. We have the Glam Awards Event Producer of the Year, Nikki O. Oh,
1: thank you so much for having me, my love. Of course, my love.
0: Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited. You're here, for real.
1: I said anything for you.
0: Please. I jumped at the chance. Please. You've been on my dream guest list for years, for like a year now, about, like, you're in like the top three of like my 2023 vision board for guests, so it's quite an honor.
1: Oh, I really appreciate it. I'm I'm so excited to talk about all of the things. All all of of the the things. things.
0: We have plenty from A Thousand Nights Of to you personally, your drag, glam awards, all of it. Oof. Hello, everyone. Um, ew, post-production, me, jump scare. But um, yeah, I'm interrupting this video to let you all know just some clarity and some context. Unfucking fortunately the devil tried it and fucked with our memory card the day of filming. So thus forth, my beautiful and smooth, gorgeous intro, which I delivered, got a little little butchered. In the making so unfortunately we missed out on some context so just to give you the context that you missed out because i never want to take anything away from me myself and and the conversation the amazing conversation i'm having with the amazing nikki o. our conversation is your conversation so why would i take that away from y'all despite technical difficulties I'm not gonna let them have that i'm not gonna let the devil have that one today nor will i ever But yeah, so pretty much in the video you're about to see, I started talking about the first night I went to go see Nikki and meet Nikki, which was last year, I think. It was December 2nd, 2022, which is my mother, Britney Spears' birthday, and also my other mother, Nikki O's birthday. And that's where they had the first Night of a Thousand's party, and it started off with Night of a Thousand Britney Spears'. So that's the context going into the first segment of the conversation between Nikki and I. So yeah, I don't want to ramble too long. This was supposed to be quite quick, but y'all know me and a tangent. We have a close relationship. Nonetheless, enjoy the rest of the interview. Thank you so much for watching and supporting me, myself, and stream, subscribe, all that. Support your local drag entertainers, your local queer entertainers, all of that. And support me, keep on watching because cool stuff is coming soon. So. I'm going to fucking stop talking. This is why all of my situationships have not worked out. Bye. Enjoy the episode. Like, she's the reason why I'm doing all this. Like, I saw a TRL and I was, like, a fetus. And ever since then, I've been obsessed with all what this world is and everything. And so when I went, like, none of my friends could go. And I'm just like, I'm just going to go alone and all that. And my goodness, it was the best show to go to alone because I just immersed it all to myself. And I met... So many amazing people there that I'm, like, really close friends with today.
1: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And yeah. what I think the most telling thing is you had never even come to one of them, and you already knew to take the next day off.
0: <laughs> no, exactly. Because I was working early mornings at that time, too, and I was like, mm. I can show up to work at 5 in the morning right after this game. But <laughs> I'm like, no, I need to rest, recover, hydrate, all the things. That, that was I did. very appropriate. It was an excellent night. The performances were Incredible.
1: Probably one of my best birthdays ever, actually, to really? be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, it was just so cool. Like we had never done a huge cast of that nature. Yeah. And Brittany is also my number one. Like she's yeah. my first pop icon. Mm-hmm. So it just all made so much sense. And um we also raised I, I I think it was something it was pretty great. It was something I think we raised like sixteen thousand dollars or something that night it was wild. So all around. Good, good, good. Checked all the boxes. Yeah,
0: it was a great night. I stayed till like I think till the lights came on because Joe was just spinning all night, and so was I. Literally on the floor, I was like, "Oh, we're playing Britney's discography
1: the whole night. Amazing!" Heard it does. It does help to have a best friend that uh, is the DJ extraordinaire. Yeah, y'all MC. are the duo. Mm-hmm.
0: Y'all definitely are the duo, and the event producer of the year award is much deserved. Thank you. How did? that feel. how'd that whole experience for you feel the whole glam awards
1: well um i mean for anybody that doesn't know them glam awards is like the, is like the nightlife oscars in new york city yeah. um um and i've always known about them but i had never attended because i really i had never been nominated until this year mm-hmm. um which was a really cool way to close out um a pretty constant year of work you know like a lot of people don't see it's a thankless job a lot producing yeah. and we work so much um on each of these events making them really special and have done just so many of them in one single year that it was so nice to finally feel like I was getting my roses for all of the different things that I do so this year I ended up being nominated for 6 of them um but chief among them and for me was producer Um, of the year entertainer of the year and then we were nominated for best nightlife event for night of a thousands Mm -hmm. um and so I was just really excited to go and to be nominated I had set no expectations because I feel like a, a through line of my life is always like getting really high expectations and then being very let down but I was just like this is just so cool it's nominated by people within our scene So I just felt like we were very validated by the nominations we got. Joe was nominated for best DJ, just Mm -hmm. all the different things we did. We got, you know, a nomination for. So we went, um, it was cute to get glam, like almost like an Oscars, you know, or a Met Gala with all my girls. And we went and, um, we didn't have seats. This is so funny. I was just saying this to somebody. It's like Uh the most glam night of this, of like, you know, my career nightlife so far. We of course got there just a little too late to even have a seat so we were like standing the entire time the furthest from the stage in the entire room (laughs) yeah no so so when i did end up winning it took like a good solid chunk of time for me to even get to the stage because of course i was all the way in the boonies you know and not seated at a glam table so yes in nightlife and all of these things all of the glamorous moments are tempered by like pretty unglamorous things right but what a thrill it was such a thrill to win i didn't expect it um but it felt like a win for me and joe it felt like Mm -hmm. a win for all of the people that are part of our team, um, all of the people that perform. We, we like, interact with so many people putting on these nights, They're huge cash throws, that it just felt like it was, like, for all of us. And uh, aside from me, Brooklyn took home many Brooklyn a trope. Br- Brooklyn totally swept. Yeah. 100%. So it was, like, overall, I was like, you know what? Brooklyn got its roses this time around.
0: Yeah, and Magenta and I were talking about that um, last week for last episode of the show. It's so remarkable how Brooklyn kind of made its huge sweep over... I agree. How do you feel about that?
1: Well, I mean, I think, like, Brooklyn Drag, I mean, even, like, just what they talked about it on uh, Drag Race, I mm-hmm. feel like the season with Bo- Bob and Thorgy and Acevedo, like, yep. that it's crunchy or that it's, like, not as pro, I really think that that has shifted. It probably has shifted a lot because of even really just log- logistically, like, the venues that we are now occupying yeah. are not really even available or possible in in Manhattan. Like, sure. you know, we work on a $3 bill almost exclusively when we do these big events. And, yep. like, it's just such a... Almost like a concert venue that I know nothing but Sony Hall where the Glam Awards were held that even compares to it um, in, in the city. So... The, i guess like the resources that are available to us in brooklyn now have changed and mm. i feel like not just us but the scene at large has really like risen to the occasion and are putting on like really professionally done stuff i do think that we have a lot to do with the girlies with all producers and all of the girls really stepping their cookies up because it's like we're throwing really uh i feel like well produced really well thought out shows and so that I think that has shifted totally shifted the understanding of Brooklyn being as like inferior to what Manhattan does, into being something that's just as good, if not better. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree
0: completely. And that's the thing: like Brooklyn drag definitely has its thing, which is many and multiple. Yeah. But I never looked at that being as like some inferior characteristic about it. If anything, that just makes it much more eclectic and commemorable. I think
1: always, in this remains true that Brooklyn drag is, like, less buttoned up. It's less formulaic, I believe. You know what I mean? Right. I think that there's, like, a lot of room for um, creativity, maybe in a way that's not... that I don't see quite as frequently in Manhattan drag, mm-hmm. in that, you know... I feel like most of the time when I'm in the City Corner show, like, people want, like, the... The right. splits, the stunts. Like, that all comes in all of our shows as well. But I feel like there's a lot more room for artistic liberty in Brooklyn drag. And it's almost... In some venues, in some shows, expected, right. for example, like a Sasha Volour nightgowns or whatever, something uh, like that. Like it includes everything, but yeah. it's a little more cerebral, I would say. Like mm-hmm. the whole, they really think of like a concept, you know, a little bit more than let's say like a Hell's Kitchen show, right? Exactly, and that's the thing. I feel like the word people are
0: looking for when they describe Manhattan drag, especially in this whole like Manhattan versus Brooklyn drag conversations, maybe like traditional or what we know as drag to be traditional absolutely you know 100%
1: and i think that makes a lot a lot of sense too um obviously if you live in the city there's a good chance that you're you know like um i mean if you live in the in the city you probably have more money <laughs> you know yeah, and but- uh might even have like a job that you really just want to unwind at. So if you're going to mm-hmm. pieces, you really just want to see a bitch jump from the ceiling into the splits and slam her pussy into the ground at high velocity. Right. Um, you know, whereas like if you're going to a show like during the week at come on everybody in Brooklyn, like yeah. you you may just be, I don't know, a little more open to suggestion. You know? Yeah. Maybe I just it's this weird feeling that I just get when I step into a venue where I I mean I just performed in Hell's Kitchen at a venue that I had, I just performed I forget what it's called. What is it called? Um, I think I saw this on your story. I was was it, it? It was. Was it power. Hardware? Hardware, right? They. So Make I did one. Of, so I did one of my mixes, um, which I that is like a more. I would think it's kind of bridging the gap, actually, because the girlies up like near, um, you know, the, the theater girlies that are in Manhattan love a good mix. So my mix is kind of like I think it's both Brooklyn inspired mm-hmm. as well as Manhattan loves a mix. Yeah, and they totally, totally bought it yeah. at Hardware. Like they loved it, but. I still think that they love the girl that did the cooter slams a little bit more. So, I don't know. I'm, it's something I'm still figuring out, like, what the difference is. Dang. But, yeah, good drag can go anywhere.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. That's why I'm so thankful for, like, Bushwig and such like that. Because you could see it all in one. Like, Bushwig has sure. Manhattan performers there, Brooklyn-based performers, I've, I've, obviously. I
1: mean, I've got love for it all, Um, which is, I guess, one of the wonderful things about being able to throw shows where there's just such a high volume of performers. because. Yeah. We experience literally every type, you know, even in yeah. a single night, you're going to see something of every sort.
0: Yeah. And that's what I love. And you see the performers go on to so many different places now, like you doing Manhattan gigs now. Like I think of Dev Doe, who like, or at least I think I remember seeing Dev a lot here within the Brooklyn spaces and whatnot. But now Dev is all over. All over. Manhattan has. Way through Artist of the Year. Uh much deserved. Yep. Much I deserved. I, I love Dev. And if it, it, I discovered Dev. I think at the Britney night, probably. Yeah, at the Britney night, Mariah as well. Mm-hmm. They turned. Ugh, they always. She do. did always. I mean,
1: and some of our other girls are on to even more international, uh, you know, things. Mm-hmm. One of our were like, you know, main girlies that's at every show. Jacks now Drag Race insane. So it's like you know, we're breeding ground baby for insane. For the, future legends yeah
0: completely the next generation i mean mm-hmm. you're literally an example of that like you've already done so much within your drag queen you're gonna go on and do plenty we'll see plenty more i know you <laughs> you, you know you are like everything you're doing right now is perfect truly hey, like you. it really is making an impact it's just enjoyable the
1: real it's most the most significant thing for me to hear is yeah. what you said really at the top of the episode mm-hmm. which is like when i hear from anybody even people i've never met who are like I, oh my God, I, I, in fact, I was at the bar last night and I saw somebody there, um, who was wearing a Slut Pop shirt. Love. And so I turned to this guy and I was like, uh, congratulations, Diva, like Kim made history at the Grammys this weekend, you know? And yeah. he was like, oh my God, yeah. And I was like, I throw a show cl- called Slut Pop. It's not like just Kim Petra's music, but uh-huh. it's Slut Pop as a genre, but obviously sure. based off that off of that work of hers. And he was like, I, he was like, what is it qu- Wait. What is it? You throw a song up. I'm like, yeah. He's like, what's your name? I'm like Nikki O. He's like, oh my god, I've never seen you out of drag. Aww. That was one of I w- was at that event, and it was one of the best nights I've ever had. One of the best shows I've ever seen. I'm like, yeah. That's the shit that really means something to me, rather than like the accolades or like mm-hmm. um any of like our girls going out and making like names for themselves outside of the scene. It's Literally. like just the fact that the audience can't forget what they. You know, yeah, experience at our stuff is like extremely gratifying.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's like I've been thinking about it a lot recently, too. And like you bring that up, it's like nightlife to me, and like I don't really consider that I work in nightlife, I just go and enjoy, and hopefully, I try to give what I can of myself and my work to the community as well. But it's so important to me. Mm. Like, you know, past year's been crazy work, a lot of personal stuff going on. All my highlights have come from going out. I mean, you know,
1: we realized how much it meant to us, all of us, when we couldn't do it, you know, when we were all stuck inside. Yeah. I feel like for gay people, for queer people, it's like it's where we congregate. Yeah. It's where we you know, it's like where we have our fun. It's where we're safe, you know, together. So it's it is totally important. It's not frivolous. Yeah, for sure. It's like the importance of
0: those spaces feels like it's been reinforced lately yes you know like every time i go even to you and julie J's viewing party every friday at three dollar bill like look you, uh, you plug in for me thank absolutely. you absolutely i have the best time and we're just there watching a show together for an hour and we watch shows after it's so blissful it's the yeah. highlight to my week it's the best way to end it you see everyone else kind of unwinding their week as well too even before the show when the excellent joe disco is playing music before yeah. everyone's kind of chatting catching up like it really is a sense of community it's beautiful for the people yeah you know so i could
1: never do anything but this, this yeah is like yeah this is my calling i could never do anything else but this for that reason i yeah. love being like together with people
0: for sure i mean it's very obvious and that's like literally not even to just like stand, but like that's the first thing i picked out about the britney event i was just like this diva right here hosting
1: loves her performers and loves what she does i just it's like you know uh i was gonna say uh, in reference to dev or into any of the people that we know that got their roses at the glamour the people that i have respect for are people that really really care about it and work really hard at it yeah um and furthermore like if they're genuine that's like which is even harder to find I feel like if it's not if it's genuinely about expressing yourself artistically or bringing community together like if you're that way then you're my people you know because a lot of people definitely obviously there's a commerce element to all of what we do it's not a a community service Mm -hmm. but like I think you can easily read between the people that um, are mostly interested in throwing an event or a party or whatever to cash out and make money versus the people that will sometimes even sacrifice money extra money that they could make to make the night special Joe and I are very much like that it's that added little details that we could just toss away and not do like printing out physical flyers or making merchandise or putting up like a photo wall for people to take photos in front of it's these little touches that like they cost money and like we could just pocket that money and not do them Mm -hmm. but like we want people to take away the experience that you did which is that not only was the performance amazing but the event was amazing Absolutely, you know and I feel like that that was why it was special that not only did I got nominated for Best Event Producer, which is a separate category from Best Party Producer, yeah, right. but that Night of a Thousands was nominated for Best Nightlife Event mm-hmm. because we like to think of them as like a full-bodied, yeah. spec- spectacular night, you know, yeah. event.
0: Completely. It really is. And like you compared a $3 Bill to a concert venue. It totally is, especially on those nights. It, yeah. We go, we love all viewing parties. We love all parties, period. But sure. like we go to $3 Bill 1 because y'all are going to be there and like even down to me being like a producer nerd and being like the sound there is so good. Right. Like we go there and when Joe spins like our favorite Kylie record, we're like melting at the fact that we're like oh my gosh, we're hearing Get Out of w- My Way
1: and like these excellent
0: speakers yes. and we're like
1: standing and nerding out like truly. It's you know? if I'm not mistaken, the um it's the sound system from what the Roseland Webster's no one. way oh yeah now, now yes they did they upgraded it it's um like it's the actual speakers and stuff really? from like past venues that have like either shuttered or like offloaded like very like expensive stuff really? it's like it can get so loud in there like you physically vibrate it's so loud oh i know um, somebody was just asking because <laughs> they have a, a viewing party at like a much smaller venue uh-huh. and they were like yeah i like i like hosting drag race there but i can barely hear the episode over all of the people that are talking is it like that at your guys viewing party i'm like no Absolutely. i can't even hear myself think over the speakers at three dollar bill okay that
0: part you can't yeah. talk till commercials <laughs> no, come no, on or anything no. but no i also wanted to talk to you about like your start to drag because for me i like when i moved to the city i lived in east village for a minute and i wasn't really going out because i was drowning in work and whatever and i wasn't really submerged back into nightlife compared to my earlier days doing like drag in miami and whatnot and as i kind of dove back into nightlife specifically brooklyn queer nightlife in 2022 that's when i discovered you, you uh, that's when i discovered you, you know the whole britney party thing and all that and I, in my head i'm like i know that steve has been doing this for a minute but i'm like where did nikki come from
1: it's it's strange like you life. know I have done it for a minute. I yeah. guess at this point now it's looking like five years. About okay. brag, five years. But the reason that it feels like so much longer is because I kind of did some version of this much longer. I I mm. did like a lot of. I always I've only ever worked in clubs my whole life, right. really, in Los Angeles and then in New York. Like, but real Are you from club, LA. I'm from LA. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So I worked in like Hi. clubs in LA, wicked underage, fake IDs, the whole nine. Absolutely. But was like just dressing up and looking really crazy, which was not really. Cr- a, big thing at that time so I started going to raves um and people found me there I found you know friends there who worked in clubs in Hollywood and then I got to kind of they would kind of like figure out a way to get me a job there Mm. even being underage and then by the time I moved to New York people already kind of knew my name because I was like a club kid in LA I was like one of the only club kids in LA and then I started working at stuff in the city here like at the box Le Bain. Mm. All kinds of different little, like, spots um, around the city, all downtown. And then ended up working at Flash Factory, where I had my own two parties on Friday and Saturday when they opened that club up. And this was the beginning of me kind of being, like, the ringleader of a big group of people because um, they put me in charge of sort of setting the lineup of club kids that would be there on a Friday and a Saturday. And Mm -hmm. Friday was 30 kids. Saturday was another 30 absolutely. Club kids. And those those were always rotating with people that you'd absolutely recognize these days Linux, Aquarium, Love, people, people yeah. of that nature. Completely. Um, so I started like sort of being like the one that was in charge of herding cats. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that got a little too much. I did that for I think like a year. And then I mm. just like finished school, but I took a little break from nightlife. And then the first next gig that I did, I was asked to host um, a viewing party at the Museum of Sex for season 10 of Drag Race. And I thought Uh, to myself I'd never like really done drag I was like I mean Why not They're asking me to come to this thing It's drag themed Try drag Just try it on One night You know Did it Went to the club on my own And the first person that I met When I got there was Joe Disco, my best friend, standing outside smoking a cigarette. Neither of us cared about (laughs) that season in particular, to be honest with you. So we pretty much much chain-smoked outside of the Museum of Sex the entire season, every week, every episode. And from that point on, I just fell in love with it because it was also her first time doing drag. And we found each other as sisters Mm. and both loved it because we both got to be beautiful, bitter bitches smoking outside. So from that point on, it was just like, it was so wrapped up in my best friendship you know mm-hmm. my this newfound sisterhood that i had yeah and was so fun then when i started performing that was like a whole nother element right was added in that i never got from just going to a club and sitting at a table and hosting it it was just i was was no longer fulfilled by that so yeah. finding drag it added these like new new layers to it mm. that made it nightlife exciting for me again you know i see the sisters the performance the thought process of putting a look together of styling a wig in advance of a you know it's like it was just a little yeah. more involved and it Completely incorporated more of the skills that I think I'm good at than yeah. just simply being a nightlife host
0: yeah with performing it's fun because you have like a final product you're planning
1: ahead you're mm-hmm. looking forward to you're curating I and mean, it's I, all yours I never held a mic before I did drag you know what I mean like it was yeah. never my job to have like a microphone in my hand and like MC something but yeah. I, I like talking to people so it's like you're I found right. that Excellent. you know never really dive deep with makeup or styling or hair mm. and that there was that then to find so many friends who were talented and then ultimately us all perform together. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah, it just changed everything.
0: Yeah. I love that. How did you discover your kind of performing style? Because there's so many different types out there. Like how did you curate the Nikki O vision? It's performing to aesthetics.
1: It's still, um, you know, it's still, it's still being discovered. Um, yeah, I love um, that. but, um, I mean, I'm not really like, a dan- I mean, I mean, I'm not really a dancer. Especially when you, nothing will make you feel less like less of a dancer than when I have to share the stage with the bitches that I put in these night of the thousands. Okay, right. These girls are like, I mean, just like hit it, hit it, hit it. Split this, that. Starring backup dancers, bit. bitch. That's never gonna be me. So then it was like, all right, you know, how can I put like a sort of like pop culture twist on things, or yeah. how can I incorporate comedy into them? Yeah. And um, that's pretty much where my brain always starts. Usually, it. It incorporates some pop cultural reference more specifically like my favorite things are the mixes that Joe and I make that have literal found audio from reality television from yeah movies, Bushwick performance. like from iconic queer film yeah you know? like uh, that's the stuff I love performance performing because I feel like everybody can find themselves in at least one part of it mm-hmm. and I love being able to be like 12 characters during one lip sync mix absolutely. You know? So yeah. I think about your Bushwick performance specifically. That's what yeah. Just, I that's my favorite. Loved
0: that and, performance. And
1: then like to add a layer to that if they if they haven't seen it. It's like it's it's um mm-hmm. it's, it's a mix where I'm picking up like a phone yep. and every time I like pick up the phone it's like another pop cultural quote like Bus Club, Another Club, Another Club. Yep. But that also has the added layer which I really like doing is calling back to um earlier Queer, like, performance history, because that's a reference to Lipsinka, who's a a drag queen, a New York drag queen, um, probably more from, like, let's say, Lady Bunny and Ru's, RuPaul's generation era, who did that same kind of thing. She would pick up, you know, a pantomime phone and do a line from a Joan Crawford movie or a classic cinema. So it's like there's the added layer of, I've just like now brought that type of performance into like our uh post-2000s you yeah. know like uh y2k exactly and you know after era yeah you know? like, like
0: the alexis nyers i don't want to say
1: modernized like, it but yeah like kind of sort of brought it yeah. into like today's world um so yeah that's Com- that's what i like to do yeah all those little like a lot of le- little references yeah together.
0: and that's what you are you're very well referenced which like you probably know that but like all those references that you put for that performance were Hilarious. Thank you again. Again,
1: we've got to also say again. Snaps to Joe Disco. I will. I will put together a list of things that, a list of quotes and things that Mm -hmm. should have nothing to do with one another. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the bitch just turns the comedic effect. It's just a producer, a curator. What could be better than that?
0: Yeah, I remember the it was like the Alexis Nyers callback. Yeah, I was screaming (laughs) at that. And it's just funny because I I think about things so melodramatically, and I was there in that crowd. I was like, I used to watch a show back when I was like six years old in the closet, whatever. Pretty Pretty wild. Pretty wild. Yeah, I was like, I would watch this trash ass reality show, and who who would know that like later on I'd be seeing this blast out loud in a you know
1: What is so fun too is also when. It's equally fun when people are laughing and don't know what I'm referencing or don't know the quote, but they can still find the comedy in it. Like, because they're pretty universal and generic funny quotes. Mm -hmm. But what's really great is when you – I like, I'm performing to a whole room of people, let's say, and one table knows every single word by heart and are shouting it back at me. You know what I mean? It's like – it's fun to be able to, like, find your – your people like in a crowd like really quickly, you're like okay you're like a niche pop cultural uh stan i love it
0: exactly yeah exactly which like we're all kind of discovering now and that's why i love nightlife nightlife as of lately for me has been has felt like almost like a redo of high school in a way but like our queer high school sure you know like we'll be at three dollar bill after drag race we're all kind of sitting around i'm like this looks like we're at like a queer prom or something and i love it you know you have your groups of people that get you some you know that do other things like it's so fun in that like i find community in those little moments it's like i think what i'm trying to say like we're just like you know that random reference from a random reality show in 2007 wow are we kindred spirits like i i I think
1: i think you're totally right i also get that too um and in a way i feel like that's another thing that really does set apart um my events our events from others is that um you know, generally in nightlife, as in any industry, people um are so quick to just stay with the people that they're comfortable with or yeah. that do the same things as them, you know? And I think that that's what makes all of our events, our brunches, our viewings, our night of a thousands, discography coming every all of the events we do um bring in all the different factions like A lot of times, you know, girls that just are like those crazy great dancers will just do a show all together. Or there's a cabaret of girls that just do the funny stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, or whatever it is. Um, I feel like our stuff blends all of them. And I've seen a lot of connections be made in the dressing room, you know. Yeah you said you've met people that you're so close with at our event so it's like happening in the audience and it's happening backstage too yeah Um, so i I hope that there's like a lot of cross pollination a lot a lot of cross pollination Mm -hmm. from what we do you know
0: no yeah it definitely is the environment is so eclectic and like i don't it's just always so positive like i love it and I wanted to ask you, too, we kind of talked about it briefly. For those of y'all that don't know, we kind of halfway commuted here to the studio today together. It was really fierce. We met up at the train station. Saw me disassociating to myself with my (laughs) AirPods. I was just like... But um, we were talking about your personal life and such, especially being busy with work and all that. How has that work-life balance been? Because we hear about it from people with, like, 9 to 5s. How is it for you as the newly crowned event producer (laughs) of the year how has it been finding work life balance for you
1: i mean it's really different it's really difficult and i wish that there was more time in every day mm-hmm. a lot of the things that you know go into us producing these events a lot of times at simultaneously when we're producing other things on top of having our weekly shows people could not even possibly know how much being on top of a schedule and keeping like a real calendar with so many tasks mm-hmm. done because i always have to be in I always have to be wearing like five different hats about what the next event is and coordinate with vendors and getting our staff together and getting the girls, you know, situated. But not only for that, for the one that's happening after that, getting the sponsors for the one after, after that, we have books on, we have events on the calendar for like nine months um in advance you know pride is already has already been a thing that we're thinking about if you want to do something for halloween you got to book it all of the way out i mean it's like you have to really i think that's the thing that actually people would probably be the most shocked at because it because drag is like the way that it is it would look like we're just it's just always fun we're just always having fun and like but it takes so much it takes especially for me i feel like it takes so much planning and staying on top of a million different schedules simultaneously Mm -hmm. So it's hard um but sometimes my uh, my dad who I'm like close with will be like when the fuck are you going to take time for y- for you yeah. but at the same time I'll tell you this much nothing feels more rewarding to me nothing feels like more of a vacation than when i'm at that event and it's just finished everybody's had a great time all of the cast is happy that they were in that show and now we just get to go to the bar and have a good night you know and i feel like it's done that is like the feeling i'm constantly chasing is the feeling of like okay it was accomplished and it went off without a hitch yeah that feels i don't know my work is my pleasure yeah like especially in the big moments like when we're finally there and i finally get to go out you know, and say like, "What's up, Brooklyn?" For sure. I'm like, I am working, but that's the pay- that is the payoff. Yeah, completely. It's like, okay, we're that's here what now. This
0: is all going to for sure.
1: So it's not like, oh, it's just such a slog. Like when mm-hmm. I'm there, I'm having a good time. Yeah, you know, sure. it's stressful, but it's mostly stressful just up until the moment it begins, yeah. and then it's like, then it's a joy.
0: Yeah, it's the pre-planning that's stressful and like detailed and whatnot. Whereas like when you're
1: hosting, you know, what you're doing. Can I'm just having a. I'm really plan. honestly just having an energy exchange with the people in the show and the people in the audience so like it is my pleasure as well but i am going to california next week and taking an actual vacation which is really nice so yes much sometimes sometimes it does just actually have to be vacation
0: no yeah sometimes you actually do need to kind of like stop yeah and reflect take a moment and
1: have you had that moment where like you've been able to sit and be like
0: look at all that i've done
1: so far that usually comes, I feel like after one of the big ones, you know, okay. like I'll probably have that feeling after Rihanna or, <sighs> or like it's, or I did after my birthday this last time, which was Night of a the- Thousand Nikkies and like, um, Nicki Minaj. And, uh, but it was like, you know, it was like a double entendre with my name too. Yep. And like, I just got so many messages from people mm. and was looking at all the videos back and they, all the people and like so many people like brought me like gifts and notes and stuff and i was just laying there like sometimes i'm just like buzzing and i I can't go to sleep till like you know seven or eight in the morning because i'm just like on such a crazy high of like positivity you know like just to know that everybody feels feels it too and felt it too Mm -hmm. it's like it's sometimes i do but i haven't had like a grandiose moment to reflect on all of it combined yeah um although i feel like i probably will when i'm in california thinking about this new you know this new award that we were so blessed to receive this Mm -hmm. i consider the event producer of the year uh, an award for me joe and everybody that supports us you know so it's major
0: yeah how did you put together your team and like your kind of drag family in a way like your drag family your chosen family how did all that come together like you shared about well when outside of i mean well
1: when you say like um how do you do like the balance i mean how do you have like the work-life balance actually the truth is you don't (laughs) and the way that our team is assembled is because oftentimes our friends if we want to be able to be with our friends Mm -hmm. it really has to be within the atmosphere of a club or an event or so it's really just our best friends who have like out of the kindness of their hearts Mm. seen us struggling uh in a moment and need help and they rush in and say can i grab that for you or do you need me to go grab something from here or whatever and it's like after the event you know We'll be sitting back and realizing, wow, they were so indispensable. Like, what if they had not been there to help us out? We would have just been, it would have been a mess. You know what I mean? And then it's yeah. like, all right, well, now they have to be booked forever now. So Absolutely. then they become the production uh, assistant, yeah. the stagehand, they become, you know, the, uh, like, they just all become like a PA mm-hmm. in a certain way or like a, per, you know, producer in a way yeah. um, because they've all just been like, they've all just literally helped me and Joe out. And then, yeah. And then they enjoyed being there and, you know, really
0: become a necessity and that's really huge on your part too and we kind of touched about it earlier like before we started filming it's like giving people opportunities is huge like that's something all those people could put
1: on their resumes i think we just you fact, know? i think we in fact i think that a few of our friends just actually just did put us on their resumes As too they yeah they're should. like you know, they were i think they were asking us like well what should i call my position so we we're really like coming up like with what their position yeah. would be it's very amorphous because everybody kind of does everything mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean we have lovely friends. Everyone that works, everybody that's on our team is one of our best friends. So
0: yeah, I love that. You're helping them out, giving them like a really promising future as well by having them on your team.
1: Yeah, it's just nice to be around there. There are chosen families. So it's like, it feels like it's a family. It's a family matter when we put on these yeah. big events, they, they're invested now too. I see. I see.
0: And I want to ask you too, what's been your craziest night working or in drag or like one of the most. <sighs> yeah. I'll say the craziest. Okay. Um, like, when you look back on it and you're like, girl, that was a night.
1: Well, I mean, there's kind of two ways to answer this. Uh-huh. Like, my most, like, raucous or, like, craziest night. Uh-huh. And then, like, the, like, most, like, you know, I, big or, like, um, professionally, like, big night. We so I'll answer, night. I'll answer like, the easier one first. Uh-huh. Like, professionally big where it's like, whoa, this is crazy was when we did uh, Night of a Thousand Beyonce's and sold out the venue. <sighs> Joe invited someone and forgot to ask me to put them on the guest list and this kid waited in a 40 minute line around the block got to the front was not on the guest list and we had had to issue a statement earlier that day that if you didn't already have a ticket or were not on the guest list you could not come because it was oversold no it would way. be it would be a safety hazard so he, when he was unfortunately not on the guest list he turned around went outside and tried to call an uber and there was scalpers selling tickets on no the No way. Yes, bitch. There was scalpers selling tickets to the drag show, okay? That's like- That's maybe, when that, you know you've well it. be. Yeah, bitch. If we hadn't even gotten that event producer of the year award, I wouldn't have given a shit because I've been like, well, which of you bitches can say that you've done that shit, okay? Wow. Anyways. So that was, I would say that's really the craziest moment. Also, Miley sending us the merch was pretty big, too. Wait, what happened? I did not when know When we announced Nine of a Thousand Miley's. She got in touch with me and sent all of the performers' merchandise for the show. No way. Yes. But the craziest night, like, for me personally, uh-huh. was a little pre-drag, but during the club okay. era, uh, this girl reached out to me and was like, my younger sister loves you so much on Instagram. She loves your looks. And, like, we live in New York. She's, like, thir- she's like 13, and I'm eight- 18 or something. And um, if her birthday's coming up. Like, is there any way that I could pay you and we could, like, kind of, like, just hang out with you for a second which is she just really like looks up to you and she's very okay. shy and it would just mean a lot I was like yeah of course of yeah. course she was like you want to go to maybe we could go buy her some stuff she wants to go to Sephora maybe you can like come like coach her through some product I'm like absolutely let's do it she was very awkward this girl but so sweet and then the sister was, co- was cool and she stuck with us the whole time so afterwards, uh, another time she was like, we would love to get together with you again, you know. And I was like, well, um, you guys could come on Friday. I'm actually, like, finally going to have an event that's not in a club. Like, I'm doing a- an event mm-hmm. off Union Square in this house that's going to be demolished. These people are putting on this sort of, like, underground, I'm not even going to say a rave, but, like, a party. And it wouldn't be totally inappropriate for you guys to be there. I'm just booked gotcha. to paint people's faces. They want me to, like, it was kind of like a Burning Man crowd. I okay. See. Okay. So they come over to my apartment. Not going to lie. I was even underage at the time. We're drinking. Not like anything heavy, but like sh- champagne or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And uh, we all head out to this to this place off Union Square. We get inside the uh, inside this place. They set us up at like some couch area. I have all my makeup in my bag, my phone, my wallet, everything. Took off my shoes. And I'm like, I'm going to go see if I can get us some beers, girls. Will you stay with my stuff? They're like, absolutely. No one's at this place yet. It's like before the party is okay. even opened. I go and leave to go find some beers. I come back. These two bitches are gone. My bag is gone and my shoes. So I go to the front where they were about to take tickets. I'm like, have you seen those two girls? They're like, oh yeah, they got in a huge fight and they left. We kicked them out. What? We kicked them the fuck out. They had all my shit. So I'm like calling my own phone from the girl who was taking tickets. She gave me her phone to call them. And I still have no shoes on, no jacket, no wallet, phone, nothing. Not getting an answer. And while I'm doing this, the police raid this party. So I'm on this girl's phone. They're, like, like raided this party and are kicking everyone out. It hadn't even really started. So now, by the way, this is in dead-ass winter. Like, the dead of winter. It is brick cold outside. No shoes. I'm now outside. No shoes, no coat, no wallet, no phone. With the girl's phone that I don't even know, who is still inside, probably getting arrested because she was one of the people putting on the party. I have her phone now. So I literally... Had to walk all the way from Union Square to the Lower East Side where I lived at the time, fucking bi- dead ass barefoot. And um, while I'm on, <laughs> I'm not even all the way home yet. A car pulls up next to me and, and these guys get out and they're like, yo, that's Ashley's phone. Cause they had tracked her phone to me. So then they take the phone from me. I thought they were gonna like hit me. I was like I wasn't trying to steal it, but I didn't know what to do. So then I like I'm like literally crying get going home like a fucking hobo. Get upstairs and the next day, like they finally called. I got my shit back. But I was like, it was a, such a deeply dramatic night. Like, it was so oh bad. I was gosh. like, am, am I going to get any of my shit back, all of my makeup? Like, it was a fucking mess. So that's probably my craziest night. But I can't even tell you if it's my craziest night because I don't even. There's been literally Whoa. hundreds of crazy nights in my life. Whoa. Okay, I've only worked night nightlife since I was like 16 years old. So it's over a third of my life has been spent in these venues. And there's always something. You know what I mean? At least once a year, you have one, one wow. shit show of a night. And that was, but that one stands the test yeah, of the time. Yeah,
0: that's Crazy. a shit show and a half. That's a shit show, special shit show, sequel yeah. saga. My goodness. That's like a lifetime Whew. movie right there.
1: Yes. Yeah, really though. Wow. It's like The Hangover.
0: No, literally. NYC. Exactly. The
1: Hangover, I was like.
0: yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, wow. I was not... Expecting it, an so like that. I was just like, okay, maybe just like a crazy night of like. It all happened so
1: fast too that night. Like it wasn't like I was gone from them for like forty five minutes. Like uh, I like literally went and grabbed three beers from the bar, no. came right back, and all of my stuff was gone and they were gone. You came back, you're like, crazy. all right, girls, I got the beer. Wait, crazy, where the fuck, crazy. It's been a while since I've been at a place that's been raided by police, but. I guess we're mostly in, like, legit venues these days. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've been in a lot of places that have been raided by police, but all, like, underground warehouse things, mostly in Los Angeles. Interesting.
0: See, I was never – shout out to the girls, but, like, everyone would go to high school parties and stuff like that at people's houses I would get raided by the police. I'm like, listen, I have Egyptian parents. I was still in the closet at the time. Um, I was not the best runner at the time. I'm flat-footed. I will not be at such function where the police are raiding this. Absolutely no, ma'am. Oh,
1: I have jumped fences, diva. Oh no, I have run and jumped fences. I have dove out of windows, girl. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. No, God willing,
0: I don't have to ever do that. But my goodness, yeah, knock on wood. Yeah, that's not the life that I'm. That she's choosing to lead. No, I hate. She's an Egyptian queen absolutely absolutely not mediterranean goddess hello all these you know artificial leaves right here yeah and whatnot no exactly Uh that's my thing i hate like i don't know we
1: were actually i was just talking about this the other day i (laughs) girl i'm i'm i've had it with i've had it with I've had it with house parties. I'm not going to them anymore. Don't even fucking invite me anymore. Okay. So okay. It's like, unless you were like best friends and it's like three or four of us. What I am so sick of is not going to a place where you can like really sit down and like lounge. If you don't have a table where I can sit across yeah. from you, don't invite me to your dinner party. Like this is weird. And I don't have that setup. I'm not saying I do. Yeah. But that's why I don't throw those kind of functions at my home. Okay. Like, that's a It's very not good really set up for entertaining. Maybe I'm a little jaded because we're always in spaces that are literally designed for entertaining. No, but, but I like get what you're
0: saying, like it's not even just because like you're an event producer, but it's like those little things matter. Like I've gone to some house parties, some are great, and some are like, well, the rooftop in the summer, girl, that's fine. Hot. Love it. Sexy. With it. Amazing. With it. With Absolutely. But yeah, some are just little, like the convenience is there and I like it. But, like, you need the good setup. You need the good music. And sometimes, like, some people might have the nice space, but they're not hosts necessarily.
1: That's what I'm talking about. You know? Yeah. Like, like a BYOB, but then they have no, they don't have like any or orders or cheese or crackers or anything. yeah, and we're thanks. just looking, and I didn't even buy any of the drinks, that you guys have to bring It's Like, oh, so you're just like letting us into your apartment so we can sit on the floor and drink what we brought? I'm just like, no, that's no. what it is. I just think I'm finally past that, and I'm I'm willing to say it at this way. I'm willing to make that controversial statement that I'm. Don't even fucking invite me anymore, okay? Like, I think we I think we're old enough to be past <laughs> this era, okay? Yeah,
0: unless if it's a fierce house party and you unless, know it. If your house is fucking fierce though, exactly. You know, if you're, if you're rich, right, then for sure. yeah, please call or me. Or just Absolutely. know how to put the event together. Even,
1: like... Get a nice place, then. I mean, wh- this setup right here, this is what I'm talking about. If you don't have this... This is hot. If you don't have this setup... This is definitely
0: I'm not high. coming. Okay. Yeah, even, like, in my friend group. Like, there's the friends we love them where it's like... Mm. We're not going to go over to their house and watch, like, such movie. Like, we'll have people over at my house because we know how to put the event together. Sure. You know, we all coordinate food and whatnot. Like, those little things matter. Make it an event, just like your events. Like, it's not just, like, you're going to see shows Make or it nice. something.
1: Make it nice. Yeah, make it nice. Like, just like Dorinda. Nice. Make it nice.
0: Literally, okay. just like Dorinda. I wanted your thoughts, too, on... Drag Race currently, season 15. You also host the viewing party, which I mentioned yep. every Friday at $3 bill, hosted by Nikki O and Julie J. Yep. Love Julie J. An angel. Oh, us too. Of
1: course. Of course. Big sister. And also, Joe Disco is the DJ. So yep. And a family affair. Family always. Affair. always. Um, Love it. Uh, well, it's interesting. This is like really the first time a Drag Race is premiering where we are like intimately connected with. Mm. N- more than a few contestants we're yeah. we're friendly we're really good judy's with jacks um in fact i worked on a, some of the things that she brought to wear that's um, right and we know lux well mm-hmm. we've had her in shows we know robin fierce
0: yeah
1: i believe that that's where it ends i kind of we kind of know Marsha, but it's just like the first time we've known several contestants you know right um so it's been exciting seeing that stuff too unfortunately also We kind of know spoilers too so it's not quite as like oh my god what's gonna happen next you know but not 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 too much but i'm really excited i feel like um new york is like showing out and obviously i don't know her but like sasha colby it's just like so beautiful to watch Uh, so we're living for it the only thing i don't like is it's like i it's like there's like not enough time for me to get invested because it does feel really fast and rushed the runway so many girls you know like no, but literally it's whittling down once there's like six girls the new episode length won't feel crazy yeah
0: it'll feel like more properly paced and whatnot whereas like the runway last week i swear was like no
1: they just said one thing about each of them and that was that
0: yeah there were hardly any jokes either that like the judges make between it or anything who are you rooting for
1: <sighs> i'm rooting for sasha love i'm rooting for sasha love same. So I'll be honest. I love. I mean, Jax is my sister, so I'm going to say Jax too. But absolutely, just, I'm rooting for Sasha. For me, she's just got every part of what you it takes.
0: To yeah, be the winner. I mean, like she's a legend. Like she necessarily didn't even need the show to be honest. At her caliber of where she is performing, she it. knows that too. And that's and what I do too. Love and, and, and all of them do as well. You know, and that's what I love about her, even when it comes to like the little like discussions I'll we'll have. I think it was like the first episode where they were choreographing and whatnot. She's like, Mother will sit until Mother needs mm-hmm. to, you know. That's the thing, like, even whatnot. the
1: girls that we know, um, who are on it that aren't Sasha Colby, mm-hmm. um, that we love and are rooting for, I'll be really rooting for them when they come back for their all star season for sure, and they've got even more to give. You yep, know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, but Sasha's got it all now, so I think she'll win. Yeah, it's a really
0: good season, too. I love Mistress. Love, love, also. We love also. her.
1: We just... I just met Mistress recently. She was everything yes. I wanted her to be and more. And then tomorrow we get... Th- Tomorrow we get to meet Anitra. I'm opening for Anitra tomorrow at, uh, at Demons Paragon. Uh, at Paragon. Yeah, so. and uh, Nina Bonita
0: Brown was there too. Oh yeah, I Ooh, saw that all like, over Twitter. Oh
1: my god, she was amazing. Yeah. She's just so Nina and Bonita Brownie. I don't know, like uh, I just don't know how to describe her any other uh, way. She was like kooky and fantastic, and like her performance was amazing. She was dressed as a fucking poodle. Like it just all the things I wanted. I got from Nina Bonita Brown, who's truly everything. one of my favorites. How she has not been back on that fucking show is. Absolutely beyond me. I don't know how. She's such good TV. I just want those runways, at least. Like, there
0: should just be, like, a Nina Bonina Brown special runway for each episode. Like, just come in as a future runway guest. You should have her as a guest. I would
1: love to. Give me that connect, please. I would... Yeah. We really keyed. That. She sent me a message the day after, being like, "Girl, really? I like, can't. Hey, I hope we get together again soon, so Aww. we can do more shit together." Yeah, I'm me an and Angel. Joe were really taking care of her at the event. I feel like she was kind of getting like brushed over, and like no one was really like holding her hand or getting her what she needed, and like that wasn't our responsibility. But yeah. I'm like, "This is Nina Bonina Bradley. Like, this Absolutely. is a legendary bitch. Like, we, w- do you need something? Do you need a drink? Do you need anything set up? Like, how do you want to be introduced? Like, I have yeah. seen her. So sh- we were keying with her. She she needed wow. us just like as much as we needed her."
0: The reference, no, yeah, I love Nina And at Paragon too. I'm like, wow, that probably feel like the most perfect Fever Dream because every time I go to Paragon, I'm like, where am I? Yeah, and I don't remember. It the It's next
1: bizarre. It's like a, it like, it's like, looks like a Greek, you know, like. A party hall yes. or like you know like it like, looks like it's like a wedding venue yes completely like a Greek Orthodox like wedding venue from like the wedding singer you know it no, doesn't exactly. it doesn't give you gay club you know no it it's cool
0: like we're in like what like heartbreaker that series on Netflix would like depict of like a gay club or something like that one of those little like scripted series parties I'm like yeah. this feels like we're in like never ever ever like a Mindy Kaling yeah or something like 100%. sex lives with college girls very that but it's fun mm-hmm I love, love... Come tomorrow night. Oh, I'm so down. I'm so there. I think one of my friends is hosting. I think Billy might be hosting. I'm not sure. That's why that might be another night or something of that sort. But I wanted to ask you soon as we wrap up, who are some of your favorite performers at the moment within New York?
1: Oh, my goodness. I love, 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 love Marie.
0: She's
1: does a lot of shows um in the city she does a weekly show with Julie and mm-hmm. we've had her in more stuff as many things as I can have her in now I want to have her in every show that we have she's beautiful she's trans excellence She's personable. She's an incredible dancer. She can sing. Like, she's all of the best things. I think she's my favorite performer in New York right now. But I also love Essence. Again, another, like, back-flipping, crazy, like, dipping, stunty diva. But also so cool-looking and great to kiki with. You know, um, I feel like uh, some girls that don't regularly enough get their roses are, like, Roque, I love. We love Bojangles. Um... I mean, Julie is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I love Minnie Horowitz. Love she's Minnie. she's n- not going to be New York diva, I think, for that much longer. I, I, I might be wrong about that, but anyway, for right now, mm-hmm. great New York performer. This is funny. I love uh, – oh, Hanukkah Lewinsky is fantastic. Love also, it. these names for people that don't know drag, it's so funny. Like, the pun names, too, like Hanukkah Lewinsky. Um, mm-hmm. Reese Havoc is wonderful. Um, Chase Runaway. Joe gets all her roses for being a great DJ, but she's a fantastic performer. Absolutely. She's one of my fucking favorites. Are you kidding me? Um, and my, actually, I lied about Maria. My absolute, absolute, absolute favorite performer in all of New York is myself. Hello. Hi, I'm Nicky-O. i am Nikio. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> You, you got to say that, bitch. Don't forget about that. Absolutely I'm up there, too, yourself, bitch. baby. I'm up there, too, bitch. I forget who else was nominated for. Oh, we were just talking about Janelle number, Janelle number five. I mean, she won for best host and we've been laughing all week long about her hosting that, she's also a fantastic personality I don't know there's so many good girls I couldn't even tell you in my top 10 yeah
0: the scene is so just like perfect at this moment like I love where we're at and I can't wait to see where if
1: you're in is. New York and you want to see every last one of those names I just said just come to a night of a thousand oh. you'll become instantly acquainted with literally oh. all of them in one single night yep and that's this, the point
0: this sunday actually is night of a thousand rihanna's it sure is do you want to tell us a little bit about that of
1: course so like last year on for super bowl sunday we decided to do a party called it's halftime divas mm-hmm. and there was like i want to say 10 or 12 drag queens all performing as one artist that had done a halftime show yeah of you know in her story mm-hmm. so there was like uh, somebody did janet somebody did, i somebody did uh i did katie perry joe did madonna you know there was all of it um and it was such a hit that three dollar bill was like you're just we're just already put you on the calendar for next year yeah, so we were so like amazing. well shit i don't know like, we didn't know who it was gonna be so it was like are we gonna what are we gonna do we can't just do that same show again and then obviously the universe and the national football league blessed us yeah. with it being the perfect halftime show performer it's rihanna who we all love of course yeah um so we were like oh well that's the perfect perfect timing to do night of a thousand rihanna so we're sh- showing the first half of the game um then more importantly we're showing the halftime show on Rio mm-hmm. bills huge screen and once that's over the screen lifts up and it's like 20 plus drag queens doing all of rihanna's iconic hits <sighs> It's going to be major. It's going to be so major. On top of Rihanna's performance is going to I'm sure be literally crazy, but one thing I know for sure is it won't be the only Rihanna show that is major on Super Bowl Sunday because I know ours no. is going to be
0: sick, sick, sick. Absolutely. I'm taking all of Saturday to mentally, physically, spiritually prepare. Good. For Sunday because it's going to be so beautifully and perfectly absurd. I cannot wait. 100%. I cannot wait. And that's Mm going to be at $3 bill.
1: $3 bill. As always. Mm -hmm. $3 bill. Um, Joe is DJing. We have an after party by Icarus of Bushwig. And... I, I can only expect that the girls are bringing their best for this one because it is bad gal re after all, you know?
0: I mean, you have to. The legend. Absolutely. Where can everyone find you online and in real life so people can come and see you and support your excellent, excellent, You excellent can
1: find network. me on Instagram at Nikki, O-N-Y-C. That's N-I-C-K-Y-O-N-Y-C. It's Nikki with a Y, you know? Right. Girls try you know, me. But, but not, not Nikki with, with an I, I although baby. I love you, Queen not okay of course Absolutely. but yes, yeah, so you can find me there that it's also that i believe on twitter um and if you can't find me at either of those you can find me on the corner selling ass whenever you need me definitely barefoot or not hopefully not <laughs> probably not Probably describe. not barefoot but it's maybe a in a nice
0: heel like it's this. a possibility that would be hot just that nothing else on <laughs> and a little it depends on so what definitely. those girls steal from me the next time please <laughs> let's pray that never happens again well Thank you so much. Thank you for, for coming. Me. You're always welcome anytime. Freya, I appreciate you so much. Like all the like nights that you've essentially given me and coming here. So, really appreciative. Thank you for having of me. You, my love. love yeah. I'll see you on Sunday. Yeah. I cannot fucking.
1: I've got so much rhinestoning to do, bitch. Oh, I gotta go.
0: Good luck. If you need extra hands, I got you. Okay, thank
1: you. Down.
0: <laughs> Everyone, y'all could tune in next Friday for another episode and please check the bio for all the details and whatnot so you can come. In person and support Nikki as well as the other excellent, excellent dragon entertainers we have here in the city. So we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Cute so <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> How fun. Thank you, my love. Yeah, so
1: Freaky, organic. Baby, thank you, thank you. Thank you so thank you, thank you. fun.